We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Sooner Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. This is the Riverwind Coaches Corner, presented by Riverwind, still the one. Also brought to you in part by Academy Sports and Outdoors, the preferred sporting goods retailer of Sooner Sports. AT&T 5G, the official 5G wireless network of OU Athletics. And by Sport Clips, it's good to be a guy. This is the Riverwind Coaches Corner. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Plank and Gabe Eichert. Welcome back inside the Coach's Corner Game Week, Oklahoma and Texas Tech on Saturday night. Along with the Warful Trophy Award winner, Gabe Eichert, I'm Chris Plank, and he is Sooner Assistant Coach Cale Gundy, who joins us. Of course, Coach, this has been a wild weather week. Uh, power still on in the indoor? We, how's preparation been affected by the ice, rain, snow, you name it? You know, it's actually been pretty good. Uh, power's been power's been on. Uh, we've had uh, good practices, and um, you know, about to get going here in a little bit today. You know, it's uh, fascinating. We're going to look back on TCU quite a bit, and I know you guys have already watched this, and you're prepping for Texas Tech. But I, I wanted to talk about something unique that I saw in the pregame to see you and Gary Patterson just talking. I mean, those. You two are the deans of the Big 12, right, as it stands right now. What, what, hit, hit your relationship with him, I know you guys battle each other quite a bit, but uh, it's uh, pretty amazing, his longevity down there in Fort Worth, isn't it? Well, it, it is. He's, had, uh, he's done a great job down there. Uh, it's been very good for this conference, and, um, and, and I enjoy him. Um, it, it's, it's always great to uh, compete against uh, you know, good programs, good teams, um, you know, good, good coaches, and um, I, I've got a lot of respect for what he does and uh, always enjoy seeing him, whether it's out on the road recruiting or, or on game day at his place or our place. 
Coach, looking at some of the things we saw from you guys offensively against TCU, loved all the big shots down the field. You got the one-on-one -on -one situations you guys were looking for, and you took advantage of those. Uh, you have to be pleased with how the players reacted in those situations in that game. Well, you know, when you put a guy, uh, you know, when they're on islands out there, it's just one-on-one. -on -one. And, um, you know, again, you got a guy in the quarterback that uh, has been as accurate as Spencer has been. Uh, you know, if you just give our guys those opportunities, um, you know, again, there's some probably more good things that can happen uh, than um, than bad things that can happen. So, more more pluses for the for the offense, and and again, you know, that's a, a great play there by Seth McGowan. Great, great speed, uh, set that route up really really well. Uh, really good run by TJ there. But again, getting the ball down the field to our playmakers, giving them shots one on ones, and uh, giving the opportunity to go up and make plays. You know, we. We obviously talk about the guys in your room, and we're going to dig into the inside receivers just a bit. But, Kale, you have this broad vision of the entire offense. And, you know, when you see the way that Spencer really handled a rough first half at Texas, I know we're only – how many overtimes have we played? Four? So, what's that, like about so seven, many. seven to eight yeah. quarters removed from it, Coach? But still, it seems as if he handled that adversity well and has really clicked since. Well, I, you know, it's a lot to do with, you know, obviously his quarterback coach and, and, and the head coach and – and um, you know, grooming him and, and, and preparing him for these situations, um, and, and and again, as being a young guy, the biggest you know, I think the biggest thing is just don't try to do too much. You know, let people work around you and uh, try to get the ball to the playmakers. Uh, you know, try to eliminate the the uh, mistakes and uh, keep the ball moving down the field. Now, Kale, one thing that stood out about Spencer's performance was you know how comfortable he was in the pocket and how clean. The pocket was. I know a lot of people think of pass protection only being in the, the offensive line's issue, but it's backs, it's wide receivers running the right routes and having good timing. And it it seems like he had a lot of time in that pocket. And you guys have to be really encouraged by that. Well, again, Coach Beanbow's done a tremendous job, and obviously one of the you know the top coaches in the country out there. So, offensive line, you know, we thought that they, they had a great week last week, um, and uh, you know, give a, give Spencer the time, you know, and again, you know, like we talked about, you give the guy some time back there, and um, you know, he's going to be able to with our speed and, and our skill players, we're going to be able to get by people. So. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of good things happen. And uh, and then, you know, as you see here, you know, the ability that Spencer's been able to have moving around in the pocket and being able to scramble and get extra yards is also another bonus that he has. Yeah, and, and Gabe talks about protection. And, and the one thing that really stands out to me is, you know, how important that aspect is, not just for everybody, but specifically your guys, your inside receivers, Coach. Hey, we, we talked to Drake a couple of weeks ago, and he brought it up. We talked to, you know, Theo and some of the other receivers. Blocking for these receivers, getting after downfield, that, that's obviously important to coaches, but they take it very personally, too. Well, again, it's just part of being a team. You know, it's a part of, uh, you know, playing playing good football. And, um, and again, you know, it comes back to, and we, we harp on it, is just do your job. Everybody, you know, you got 11 guys out on the field, um, 11 individuals trying to play as one, trying to play as a group, trying to play as a team. Just do your job. And uh, don't worry about the other guy. Don't try to do too much. Just do what your coach would do and play with great effort and, and fundamentals and technique, and, and uh, things will take care of itself. Kale. T.J. Pledger's put together a couple of nice performances now, and you coach the running back positions for years and years. What have you seen from him? It seems like he's starting to find some more confidence, finding some consistency, and playing with a ton of physicality. 
Well, first of all, TJ is is a is a good person. He's a he's a great young man, and uh, he's always been a hard worker. He's he's never been one to complain or to um, you know uh, come in and you know you know how come I'm not doing this or how come I'm not getting more carries or anything like that. I mean, he sticks to the game plan. He works extremely hard, and you know what you've seen throughout his career is when his number's been called, he's been he's stepped up and he he's. You know he's did his job, and um, you know he's again he's just he's a he's a great young man. He's very mature, very you know he's a he's a great teammate. He's a great Sooner, and um, you know he's he's been playing really well for us. Yeah, and, and real quick before we dive into Eichard's intel, I think he's a great story along with Isaiah Thomas, coach of guys that maybe yeah. didn't bail and transfer, right? And, yeah. and and people transfer for different reasons. I'm not saying there's a problem, but they, you, you said they stayed the course, they waited for their opportunity, <laughs> and they're both making the most of, most of it right now. Well, and, and again, it, it's hard to sometimes when you're an 18, 19, 20, 21 year old young man to to see this thing and to see and understand the big picture and just trust the process. But, again, you come to a place like Oklahoma, Oklahoma's going to have really good players. You know, to be able to come in and play as a true freshman or even your second year is going to be difficult. It's going to be hard. You know, use that time to your advantage and, and, and get bigger, faster, and stronger. You know, become a better student of the football game. And then when your time's right, when it, you know, uh, step in there and, and get the most of it. And that's what you're seeing from, you know, people like Isaiah Thomas and T.J. Pledger. It's fun to see, man. All right. Final part of our first segment, we hand the ball off to Gabe Eichert. Eichert's Intel brought to you by Dr. Tim Shannon and Mark Revels over at Orthodontics exclusively. Gabe, what play are we looking at? Well, you heard Coach Gundy mention Spencer Rattler's elusiveness. And I just wanted, sometimes it doesn't go perfectly in play action. <laughs> sometimes they get you. And they're bringing pressure from the slot here. And Spencer sees it. It spins. <laughs> and just uh, these plays, I, I hate to say, I know Patrick Mahomes is at the top right now at the quarterback position in all of football. But this is very Mahomes-like, Coach. And this is the type of stuff that you don't want to be in these situations. But... It's really fun to see him do something like this when those situations arise. Well, he's he's shown this year that that he has a knack to be able to to, to keep plays alive, and um, you know he's been able to make guys miss, um, you know, get positive yards. I mean, you know, we were talking here a couple weeks ago. He's probably. Uh, probably leads the offense in um, you know making guys miss on the team you know and from a running back and a and a receiver and, and whoever he I think he is he's leading the team on making people miss him and when, when they're trying to tackle him so just extending the play and um, you know he's it, it, it makes it makes it huge that was a second and seven play that could have gone to a, you know a third and seventeen you know and before you know it you don't get it you got to punt you know it changes the dynamics you know so uh, it's um, it's very very important what he's doing. We'll look ahead to Texas Tech coming up next as we wrap up our conversation with Cale Gundy inside the Coach's Corner. Stick around. Thank you to our Cornerstone Television partners, OU Medicine, Anheuser-Busch, and the OU College of Professional and Continuing Studies, and our community partners, Landers Auto Group, Coca-Cola, and OU Medicine. Coach's Corner is presented by Riverwind, still the one. Academy Sports and Outdoors, the preferred sporting goods retailer of Sooner Sports. Anheuser-Busch, whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. The Sooner Sports Podcast is your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. Listen as Toby Rowland and Chris Plank talk all things Sooners. 
Log on to Soonersports.tv slash podcast. Presented by Allstate and Riverwind. We got one more segment with Kale Gundy. We've talked a little bit about some of your guys, but we haven't really gone in depth. And before uh, Gabe breaks down Texas Tech with you, Drake Stoops obviously is a guy we keep coming back to, Coach. Everyone's been able to kind of write their article and focus on him over the last few weeks after his breakout performance against Texas. What have you seen from the grind of this young man to continue to get it done? I mean, grind's the perfect word. That's what he does. Um, you know, he's a guy that comes to work every day. He puts a lot of... A lot of time in, um, you know, he's a, he's a great practice player. When you practice well, you're going to play well. And uh, puts a lot of time in in the film room. He studies the game. He knows what he's supposed to do. And, um, you know, again, he's a, he's a tremendous route runner. Um, I mean, you should see him in one-on-ones during practice. I mean, he put a show on yesterday, and it, it's – I mean, he's as you know, he's really good at what he does. You know, again, when you're a little undersized, you gotta you gotta do some things a little bit better than some other people can do. And um, he, he's he's been a good player for us. And and he's you know he's had to carry pretty much the load. You know, we've had some we've had some injuries and some guys out. We're slowly starting to get some people back. Um, and um, but he's he's carried the bulk of probably about 90 percent, 90, 95 percent of the plays this whole season. Yeah, I was going to ask what's that room looking like right now, coach, because, you know, there, there are some names that we've talked about in the past. We haven't seen, obviously, Austin Stogner uh, between the, yeah. the inside receivers and the tight end. What, how's your room looking right now? Uh, well, I've got bodies in there. And um, <laughs> but, you know, we're starting to, um, you know, Jaden Hazelwood had that injury. You know, he's got a chance to be coming back here in the next week or two. Um, Obi Obolayo um, has got a chance to be coming back this week or next week as well. So um, starting to get some depth in there. Brian Darby is a true freshman that you've seen in the games a little bit as well. Um, you know, he's starting to kind of figure things out, turn the corner, um, you know, figuring out how to, how to, you know, just what college football is all about right. and how to prepare and how to practice and, 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 and how to be all in. Uh, so um, it's um, we're, we're looking good for the for the, the late run here of the season. I'll never forget whenever you know people were wanting to see Mark Andrews get the ball more, and you're like, hey, remember he plays the same position as Sterling Shepard. And yeah. you've kind of seen the same thing with Stogner. But what's kind of what, what's his future look like, Coach? Do you see him more as a tight end? Do you see him coming back to that inside receivers room? Is he going to be versatile for he's, Stogner? He's just a hybrid, of versatile guy. Um, again, you know, kind of our system now. They're they're, they're really. There are slots at times, and, and you can, you know, he, whether he's – if he's not in line, he's a slot. He's pretty much doing the same thing my guys do, but he's doing it on the other side. Uh, but we're, we're starting to move him around a little bit more. Uh, he's such a big body and such a big target, um, you know, and then he's a guy that can play in line, and he's a, he's a wing. So they're very, very valuable. You know, we've had those guys on, in our program the last several years, um, you know, the Dimitri Flowers um, – you know, the Trey Millards, um, you know, guys like that, Carson Myers that have been really good players. And, and Austin Stogner kind of brings another dimension where he can be a true outside receiver. And, and uh, you know, it's so, <clears throat> you know, Braden Willis is a guy that, you know, obviously he's been injured. Uh, that's, you know, going to be back here soon. Uh, those are valuable guys for our program. Kale, you, you mentioned all these guys that are coming back very soon. Yeah. Do you think that'll allow you guys to get to the best version 
of this offense because it'll it'll really expand what you can do from a personnel standpoint, what you can do formationally, the versatility, and making it really tough on these defenses down the stretch. Well, we we, we obviously hope so and plan on it. Um, you know, it's just you know another thing, Gabe, is just getting more guys back at pra back at practice. You know, right. just more depth out there, keeping guys more fresh and. And, um, you know, the practice here this week and, and, you know, kind of the end of last week, we're starting to get more bodies out there. So uh, that, that's definitely going to help us, um, you know, and, and we're, you know, we're heading in the right direction. We're, we're starting to play better overall football. And, and some of that has to do, you're, you know, you're finally getting a few games underneath you. And, and um, you know, we got to, <clears throat> obviously after Texas Tech, we got KU and then we got another open week. So um, look forward to, you know, heading down the back, back into this stretch. Yeah, I can't wait to see this offense with all these guys coming back. Now, Coach, preparing for Texas Tech, uh, what have you seen so far from them defensively? Do some interesting things yeah. out of that three-man front. Uh, what have you seen as you prepare for this football game Saturday? Well, they, they do quite a bit, and they do quite a bit with uh, a, a lot of different players. Um, you know, they're, they're, their team is made up, and especially their defense is made up of a lot of transfers. Uh, just you know, new players uh, that have come in this this past season, and um, you know they definitely they got guys that are uh, they got a bunch of linebackers uh, that they'll play across the board, but they move guys around everywhere. So, uh, but um, you know I think we'll get a chance and um, get a good beat on them, and, and uh, again play good football. Got to got to run it well. Got to take care of the ball, and and uh, you know complete third downs and and, and move the chains. From where they were against Houston Baptist and watching them on Saturday, Coach, it seems like they've improved quite a bit. I know that, you know, with Keith Patterson, that's a guy who you've seen before run defenses at West Virginia, heck, maybe when you guys played Tulsa back in the day. But it seems like this Tech defense is playing with a little bit more confidence than they did early in the season. Well, again, it, I think it goes back to, uh, you know, having a bunch of new guys out there on the field that haven't right. been in the system, you know, and they're finally starting to get comfortable. They're, you know, have more practices, more meetings. They're, you know, it's just, it's just normal whenever you have new players out there and they're getting more reps. Um, so uh, it, it'll be a challenge for us, but they're, they're, I think they're heading in the right direction. They had a good win uh, last Saturday at home versus uh, West Virginia and uh, should be exciting game Saturday night down there. You mentioned Saturday night. Lubbock, Texas on Halloween, Coach. I, I can't imagine anything will be weird with that uh, with that environment. There's no doubt. You know, if if it was a um, if it, if they had the opportunity to be a full stadium, it would be another one of those oh, crazy man. environments like it's been. So, um, you know, hopefully they'll have twenty thousand there, and hopefully ten ten of half of them will be out trick or treating. <laughs> <laughs> hey, before we get to our Twitter question, I did want to ask you because now, you know, since we talked to you right before the season started, we've had a few games with these unique environments. What's that been like to create your own juice? I know that, you know, Texas was a little bit different because there was a good atmosphere there. You know, there were some fans in the stands last week at Fort Worth. But what's that been like to try to create your own energy, Coach? Well, the, the, you have to create it. Um, and, and, you know, the challenge is, is up until the ball's kicked. I think when the ball gets kicked, I think you're locked into the football game. Um, but definitely, you know, whether we've been, you know, been at home games or, or on the road, um, it, it is a different environment. There's no doubt. And, um, again, you, you only get so many opportunities to do this. And we're fortunate that we're able to continue to keep playing football games this year. And that's what we harp to our players. And, I mean, you're putting this time and effort in. Let's go out on Saturdays and, and bring them our best. 
All right, Academy Sports and Outdoors brings us the Twitter question for Coach Kale Gundy. So here we go. You get the final world, uh, word, but we do it a little differently here because it's our Halloween version. Saturday night's Halloween. So it's a would-you-rather Halloween version. Would you rather Coach Gundy walk through a graveyard at midnight or sleep in an old abandoned house? I'm walking through a graveyard. Me too. I'm, I'm going to stay on my feet. I'm going to give a chance to run. I ain't very fast, but I'm <laughs> maybe I can hide behind a tombstone or something. <laughs> Any zombies that run in it, they're going to have a problem. The problem's going to be for them, not That's for right. me. That's right. Be locked in a room full of snakes or rats. Ooh, snakes for me. Oh. Ugh. Ooh. Either one. I, 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 I'm not a snake guy. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think I would be there either on either one of I'm those. I'm not on both. Yeah. Uh, and, then, and then one more real quick. Be chased by Freddy Krueger or Jason from Friday the 13th. Boy, I don't know. Whichever one's the slowest. I, I will say, Jason very rarely actually catches someone on foot. Oh, I'm sorry. There is one more. Face a zombie apocalypse or a 10-foot spider invasion? Ooh. Oh, geez. Probably the 10-foot spider invasion. Yeah, I don't think... Uh... I don't think I would want anything to do with I don't think I have the arsenal stocked up for a zombie apocalypse <laughs> right now. <laughs> Kale, congratulations on the uh, incredible last two-game stretch for this team. Good luck this weekend in Lubbock. We always appreciate your time, Coach. All right, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Stick around. Roy Manning is coming up <clears throat> next inside the Coach's Corner. OU's football games are available on Exodus 96.5 FM in Oklahoma City and 101.5 FM El Patron in Tulsa, as well as on those stations' websites. Each OU Spanish broadcast will feature a 30-minute pregame show and a 15-minute postgame show. Riverwind, still the one. Walden Cleaners and Laundry, where the difference is quality. Sport Clips, it's good to be a guy. Thanks to Kale Gundy. There he is, Roy Manning. <laughs> What's going on, Coach? How are you, man? Another uh, warm and sunny day in Norman, oh Oklahoma. Oh, my gosh, Roy. <laughs> you, you surviving? You making it through this? This is miserable. No, I'm Michigander, man. I'm, I'm well-versed in, uh, gotcha. in, in bad weather. <laughs> I was going to say, I might need you to help me out to figure out if I got trees left uh, or not with all the ice and stuff. <laughs> hey, uh, congratulations on the win over TCU. And, again, as we usually talk about when we tape this on a Wednesday, you guys have long wiped this clean and moved on to the next game. But as you look back, I heard Lincoln talking about it during this coach's show. Hey, thought they tackled better, seemed like they covered better, penalties were better. I mean, this defense is really developing an identity, Coach. Yeah, that's the thing I think that stands out the most, just the uh, unfor unforced errors and mistakes, uh, the elimination of that. Uh, you kind of felt throughout that game, um, not putting ourselves in, you know, poor uh, situations and positions throughout the course of the game. And inevitably, uh, it, it really felt like our guys are starting to settle in. Um, so that's exciting. Now, Coach, when, as I was watching that TCU game back, I noticed how much pressure the defensive line was getting on Max Duggan, really disrupting him in the pocket when he dropped back. How, how does that change the way that your guys play in the back end when, when they know that the defensive line is going to get there, they know they're going to disrupt things back there? How does that change the confidence that your guys play with in the back end? 
I think it's just a huge, huge benefit. You know, hats off to Coach Tibbs up front and Coach Kane. They got those guys uh, hunting right now, and, and, and so they got to keep that going. But uh, it's great confidence, especially if you're on the back end. Obviously, you know we're an aggressive defense uh, as far as the secondary goes, and just that confidence that, hey, you know, as long as I, uh, I cover this guy early and don't put myself in bad shape, you know, those aren't going to be uh, easy throws for the quarterback to make with those guys up front in his face and tips and things of that nature and then the other part of that is just always staying ready uh, for tips and overthrows and things uh, on the back end so uh, I'm, I'm a huge huge fan of what those guys are doing right now it's been impressive uh, see guys like Perrion Winfrey Isaiah Thomas continue to develop it's been it's been fun but uh, we'll talk more about the defensive line in a bit I do want to focus on your guys and I want to start with Jaden Davis whom to me has has really been fun to watch his development coach from a kind of a wide-eyed freshman last year. Seems like he's getting a little bit more savvy. Where have you seen his biggest improvement? Yeah, I think he's just more comfortable at the position. You know what I mean? Obviously, uh, we put those guys on islands a little bit, and so it takes some time to uh, get comfortable uh, being in that position. And you could just see his growth, uh, especially since the season has started, uh, making the uh, corrections that he has to make from week to week, um, trying not to put himself in any uh, bad positions and things of that nature. And and I really feel like he's taking a step. I really do. And so uh, excited to see. And we still got uh, ways to go, but. He's doing a heck of a job. Coach, sometimes corner is like offensive line. Oh, okay. Yeah, wait, just <laughs> uh, wait for right. it. Just wait for it. It makes sense, fast. I promise. All right. No, uh, <laughs> when you don't hear a guy's name during a game, it's usually a good thing. And Trey Brown was a guy that we didn't mention a lot against TCU. And it bec it's because he was putting the shackles <laughs> on everyone from TCU uh, what did you think of Trey's performance? Seemed like he played one of his best games of the season. It, it was. It was. And, and from my perspective, you know, the biggest thing I've been harping and harping on these guys is just, just play a clean game. You know what I mean? Trust your fundamentals. Trust your technique. And, and, and live with it. If they make a catch, they make a catch. But let's not, you know, have any of the penalties or, un, you know, unforced penalties, you know, unforced, uh, you know, working ourselves in the trail or in bad positions. And now you got to make these, you know, uh, crazy plays and things of that nature. Let's just play a clean game. And I thought uh, last Saturday was Trey's cleanest game of the season. You know, and it's fun because this is a guy who, you know, internally that clock is ticking. He, he, he has pro aspirations. I know the NFL is – big on strong, fast corners. And, I mean, this is this is a big year for Trey Brown. So to see him have a, a game like that Saturday, Coach, I'm sure obviously you're confident in him, but it's got to do wonders for his confidence too. Yeah, I mean, the biggest word is consistency. You know what I mean? We know he can run and, and things of that nature. Again, he has a ton of games under his belt. But when you turn on the film, you got to see a guy doing the right things, play in and play out, game in and game out. And that, that message won't change, NFL or not. That's really the, uh, the level we're trying to get all of our uh, defensive backs, especially, too, to just be consistent. I do like seeing a number zero running around out there. <laughs> uh, looks good. It looks. It good. really does. And, I like it. And, and I like Woody Washington, a, a physical guy, not afraid to put his uh, face mask in there and make a tackle. 
Coach, we've seen him now really immerse himself in this rotation at corner. It's been it's been fun to watch his development. Yeah, it has. You know, and, and the way I look at it, I got three three starters. That's how I look at it between, you know, uh, Jaden, uh, Trey, and, and Woody. All three of those guys uh, have a lot of confidence in them. Obviously, Woody uh, uh, is a physical corner. You can see it in his play. You can see it when he tackles. He hits people, and they don't get extra yardage. And then he competes on, on footballs and, and flies around like that play there, just finding a way to get through blockers and things of that nature. And so he's really taking a step, again, more comfortable at the position, and I think we still haven't seen his best football yet, which is exciting. Coach, you mentioned, you know, feeling like you have three starters. Uh, What kind of competition does that create in practice? Because, I mean, all these guys, they want to be on the field for every snap. I I know that's not your guys' philosophy, but that has to be something that elevates everyone's level of play because they're competing every single day on the practice field. It's been absolutely great for the room because those guys know, hey, I can't go out here and not take advantage of a Monday practice or a Tuesday practice. And and literally the message to them is, you know, whoever practices the best, whoever practices the most consistent, you know, that that what ultimately affects the depth and the rotations and things of that nature. And it's the same message for the young guys that's starting to get in there a little bit and help us out, man. Uh, you got to be consistent Sunday through Thursday, uh, and, and then that translates over, obviously, to Saturdays for us. Hey, I'm glad you mentioned the young guys because I like to see them getting an opportunity. Obviously, Joshua Eaton, you've given Graham a few snaps. Uh, bigger framed guys, taller guys still growing into their body a little bit. I guess the question may be more of a statement. The future of this position, Coach, at Oklahoma is very exciting if these guys continue to grind. Oh, I don't have no doubt, no doubt in that statement, you know. And, you know, the biggest message for those young guys are, hey, sorry, you don't get to be a young guy this year. Sorry, you don't, <laughs> you don't get to, uh, you know what I mean, uh, not have uh, responsibility on your shoulders. And so I coach those guys equally as hard, probably harder um, from play, play to play. And, and because at any moment, as we already know, um, you could be counting on anyone to go in there and play and, and, and contribute. And so those guys have done a good job of, again, uh, maturing some as this season has gone on. Again, can't believe we're halfway through it already. But, um, again, we're going to see more of those guys as they continue to progress each and every day in practice. They're fun. And, and again, I, I tell you this a lot, being on the sidelines. I love watching you, Coach, but I also love seeing these guys engaged, Roy. You know, whenever you're talking to your guys, there's Graham, there's Eaton. They're right in the heart of it, and that's fun to see. All right, final part of our first segment with Coach uh, Manning is Iker Dintel. And it's presented by Orthodontics exclusively. Gabe, what play do you want to break down with Coach? Little, of a, little bit of a weird play here early in the football game, but I just want to point out Jaden Davis's discipline. They come out in a weird formation, right? You haven't seen it on film. Sometimes that happens, and guys just freak out. <laughs> but right here, he does his job. He goes up and makes a competitive play on the ball, Roy, and almost had himself a takeaway. So happy, so happy on this play. One, because they showed that that funky uh, alignment formation about once or twice on film. Uh, and so we try to do our best job of, of not chasing ghosts, but if there's something we think they may do, we make sure we at least mention it to our kids, and we actually repped uh, that play that week of practice. And uh, those guys got it checked, and he was right where he needed to be, had great depth, and, and almost made a big-time play, but it was a great uh, job by him. 
and then commit a penalty. I mean, could have easily grabbed their got a flag there, and he didn't. I, I, I'm or, loving watching. Or this taking game. that guy's head off. Or taking the guy's head off. Right. <laughs> Play the ball. <laughs> he played the football. Played the ball. Played right. the football. We get one more segment with Coach Manning. We'll talk about Henry Columbia and this Tech offense next inside the coach's corner. We want to thank all of our Sooner Radio Network affiliates across the state and region. Fans can check out Soonersports.com for an affiliate in your area. And if you're traveling outside the state of Oklahoma, you can listen to all the action on either Sirius XM Radio or download the TuneIn app and listen free. Log on to Soonersports.com slash kids for information about joining the Sooner Junior Kids Club presented by OG&E. Brought to you in part by Orthodontics exclusively. Hey Sooner fans, when you download the Chick-fil-A app and order, you can start earning points toward delicious rewards. Dr. Tim Shannon and Dr. Mark Revels at Orthodontics exclusively are proud to present the junior captain of the game. And are pleased to honor these guests as they take the field with our captains. For info on how your child can become the next junior captain, go to orthoexc.com. Final segment with Coach Manning inside the Coach's Corner, presented by Riverwind with Gabe Eichert. I'm Chris Plankin. Coach, I, I kind of wanted to talk real quick before we dove into Texas Tech more general about the defense. And you touched on this earlier. Last week, we had Brian Odom on, and he stressed the importance of practice. I think sometimes fans get in this mindset of, oh, he's a good player, just put him out on the field. Can you just continue to magnify the importance of good practice equals playing time, good practice equals good defense? You know, and we talk about this literally every single day. You know, you got to have a great Tuesday to have a great Saturday. You got to have a great Wednesday to have a great Saturday. You wouldn't, uh, Coach Grinch often use uh, basketball analogies, uh, but but you don't miss shots all week in practice and then have confidence that you're going to go in the game and knock every shot down. You know what I mean? And so uh, you got to make sure you hit no shots throughout the week. Uh, this is such a huge game uh, in terms of your confidence, you know, and I think that you need to have success throughout the week to go into a game with the confidence that you're going to have success against an actual opponent. So. Yeah. And you mentioned confidence, and you mentioned another C word, consistency. What's the key? I guess maybe we just laid it out. It's good practices that lead to that consistency on Saturday, right? Very, very rarely have I seen a football player have a bad week of practice and have a great game, and vice versa. Very rarely have I seen a football player have a great week of practice and then not have a very good game. And so I really believe it goes hand in hand. There's no magic to it. Um, again, what you do uh, throughout the week uh, generally leads and, and, and shows itself on Saturday. And so you got to put in that work. And that's the same for coaches. You know, we got to prepare these guys uh, the best we can throughout the week so that we're not scrambling and, and, and getting caught, uh, you know, uh, not doing a great job because coaches get out coached as well. So it's all encompassing for all of us. Now, Coach, uh, preparation for Texas Tech has began. What do you think? of them offensively uh, had a good showing against a good West Virginia team last week. Uh, what stands out to you as you studied them on tape? Uh, just, uh, you know, obviously starting with the quarterback position, uh, seem to settle in on their guy and uh, you can tell they, they, they have a comfort level with what they want to do. They know where they want to go uh, for the most part with the football, uh, a bunch of targets out there. Uh, for the quarterback, you know, I, I think the tight end shows up as a threat. Obviously, the receiving core, uh, getting that ball around to different guys. 
uh, have some size uh, at, at the receiver position that, that, that presents problems for you. And, uh, you know, obviously they mix in tempo and formations and things of that nature. And you look at their scores of their games, I think they have two games uh, uh, decided by seven or less, obviously put up a huge amount of points uh, uh, in their first game. And so these guys are a threat. They obviously can score. And uh, they're, they're doing a, a better job. And, and obviously, second-year head coach, so uh, I expect a confident group uh, on Saturday night. You know, it's, it's interesting in, in Henry Columbia, you have a guy that might not be the, the best thrower, might not be the most accurate guy, but he can do this. You know, he can make plays with his feet. I, I, there's not a quarterback we face in the Big 12, I don't think, that doesn't have that. But can you take us through that added element, that challenge, when you have a guy that can make something out of nothing? Yeah, I mean, it's just one more thing you have to defend, one more thing you have to plan and prepare for. You know, yeah, you want to do a great job covering guys, but you better account for that quarterback, as you mentioned, uh, uh, being able to pull that thing down and, and, and get busy a little bit. And he's definitely a threat, you know. And so we're going to have our hands full. Like you said, the good thing is every single week, uh, in this conference, these quarterbacks seem to be uh, dual threat guys for the most part. And so uh, we have some experience with it. But again, we still got to go out there and tackle and, and rally and get guys on the ground. Coach, you mentioned uh, some of these wide receivers the Tech has, you know, TJ Vasher, Ezukama, Keyshawn Carter, guys that have made big plays for them this year. But they also have kind of been in and out of the lineup. So how do you approach that? from a game planning standpoint, do you just get ready for the concepts and then whoever's out there is out there? Yeah, and, and to be honest, my style uh, of coaching or, or planning and preparing, I rarely talk uh, too specific about um, the personnel, you know, obviously I'll go through it and explain to them, hey, you know, got a bigger guy this week or, you know, got a speed guy, whatever it is. But I don't want those guys so enamored and so focused on in on uh, this guy and this matchup. I want them focused in on what's my job, what's my assignment, uh, what's my adjustments, what's my stance, what's my key, and let's rock and roll. Because in the course of a game with tempo, in the course of a game with the ebbs and flow and the highs and lows, I just don't want one more thing on my guy's plate oh this is the big guy or oh this is the fast guy I want you to be sound get the call and play football because it ultimately ultimately will always come down to you and your technique that's uh that's awesome I mean that's great perspective on things all right so we got Texas Tech covered and you got anything more on tech before I talk about a couple of other guys to to get into here just his guys gonna have to make some tackles on Sir Roger Thompson I'm sure they're excited about that he's probably their best player I mean well, talked, we think tech we think passing game right, right? well Sir Roger Thompson I think is their best player on offense so well, and, his guys aren't afraid to mix it up well, though. I, and, and, and we, we, we're not joking I mean that's the one thing coach Manning I think we've seen from your guys Trey from from obviously we talked about it earlier with Woody but I mean even Jane Davis are not afraid to get their face mask in there and make a play they're not. And, you know, I'm challenging them right now because, you know, my thing is when you turn on an NFL game, you see DBs tackling mm. uh, as good as anybody, physical and things like that, running their feet, rapping. And so right now I'm challenging my guys that when we turn on the film, you know, do, do you look like an NFL DB would making an open field tackle or, or being the second guy in there? Or are you kind of waiting by the pile and things of that nature? And so my guys right now are definitely in challenge <laughs> mode. I want to see a physical bunch. All right. I I wanted to talk about leadership real quick before we got to our Twitter question for Coach Manning. Uh, I, I see it. I mean, you're a great leader as a coach, but seeing some of your guys step up, and not just at that corner position, but 
Pat Fields stepping up and being a leader. Seen Brian Asamoah do it on the bench, uh, making sure guys are staying loose at times, but also focused. What have you seen from the increased leadership from guys who, in a lot of ways, with Kenneth Murray gone, they've been thrust, thrust into that role this year? Well, that's what I was going to say. We had some great leaders last year. Neville Gallimore, uh, uh, Kenneth Murray, obviously. Parnell Motley, you know, in his senior year. I mean, those guys were, you know, kind of had it at all levels, you know what I mean, in the defense. And so this year, obviously, just a different year without the team having the summer and the offseason together and really developing camaraderie and, and those leaders starting to emerge. And I think we're starting to see it now uh, as we've gelled in and, and settling in some to the season. And guys are, are you know, playing more and getting more comfortable in their roles but you know as this thing goes you're going to continue to need those guys to develop and the biggest thing you know and I know we've mentioned this before your leaders got to be playing you know they got to be playing the best as well you know what I mean it's really hard sometimes to have a voice and to have an impact if you're not doing the same <laughs> things that you're preaching every single right. day or every single game so uh, with added and, 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 and uh, accelerated play I think our leadership will continue to uh, show itself. Now, I got kind of a random one Go for ahead. Coach Manning. Well, we now, got a random we, Twitter today, too. Yeah, so. so very random to finish. But we, we talked to Kale earlier about some of these guys on offense that are coming back here in the next couple of weeks. Is there anybody that has stood out to you that we really haven't seen offensively that has maybe given your defense some troubles on the practice field? Yeah, I mean, all of those guys. <laughs> I mean, that makes me feel good, Roy. I mean, Ramondre Stevenson is as good as it gets, man. I mean, that dude is the real deal. Trajan Bridges, I mean, giving our guys a great look and things of that nature. These are highly, highly obviously sought after guys uh, before they got here and their kind of resume speaks for itself so again um, you know obviously we have no shortage of talent on that side of the ball and so I'll uh, just be really excited when we can get all of our guys back on both sides and, and, and kind of see what this team uh, looks like. All right a Halloween edition of the Academy Sports and Outdoor Twitter question of the week for Roy Manning for Halloween slash scary situations here we go Roy, would you rather walk through a graveyard at midnight or sleep in an old abandoned house? Ooh. You're fast, so you can get through I, that graveyard. Yeah, man. I, you know what? I'm, I'm not a... <laughs> I'm not a scary guy. There you go. Uh, I probably would sleep in an old abandoned house because I'm pretty tired, man. When I <laughs> when I get off of work, you know, I get home, I shut every light off in the house. Does he I get mean, eight hours yeah, in the abandoned yeah, house? I, I think I'd take the abandoned house and about 10 minutes into that thing, I wouldn't know the difference. <laughs> a room? Would you rather be locked in a room full of snakes or rats? Uh, either one, probably snakes. Love this. You know, I'm, I'm not scared of snakes or I like rats. That. I mean, so. like that. Uh, be chased by Freddy Krueger or Jason from Friday the 13th. Gabe brought up a good point. I don't know if Jason actually ever Never catches, catches anybody on Just foot. Just kind of no. walks real slow. He walks, after. yeah, in speed D, so he wouldn't have a chance. But <laughs> I choose Jason. I actually grew up, man. I had this thing with Freddy. Used to keep me up at night. So. Same way. Don't want no Freddy Krueger. <laughs> and one more. Zombie apocalypse or would you battle a 10-foot spider invasion? All right, big secret. Coach Manning hates spiders, okay? Gotcha. Hates As them. we all do. <laughs> Zombie apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> You're the man, Coach. Thanks for your time. As always, we'll see you Saturday in Lubbock. Thank you, guys. That awesome. guy is Boom. awesome. Boomer Sooner. That's Roy Manning. <laughs> we'll come back and wrap up the Coach's Corner next, presented by Riverwind. I could talk to Roy Manning all day. How great is that guy? He's the best. He's the best. Final segment of Coach's Corner. Before we dive into the schedule in the Big 12 this weekend, what a weekend it was for Sooners in the NFL. I feel like this is a reoccurring theme. But both the AFC and NFC Offensive Players of the Week 
Baker Mayfield started 0 for 5 on the day. So consider that when and was receiving an unbelievable amount of slander on social media. You got to stay off that social and media. And then bounce Tim. back, baby. Five touchdowns. They've got a tough one this weekend, though, against Vegas, does Cleveland. Uh, and then, <laughs> I find a way to fit it in everywhere. And then Kyler Murray, Sunday night football, three scores. Uh, but that hustle play from Larry Fitzgerald getting the ball in the two-minute drill was He's the best in the history of the league at that. Oh, but so good. how about Kyler smiling? Oh, when he saw when he saw Hopkins. When he saw Hopkins 101. That was that was the best thing of the weekend hey, in the NFL. And don't sleep on our defensive guys. K-9 a big day, as did Neville Gallimore. We only got a minute to look at the Big 12 schedule this weekend. Um, mm, interesting games. How about down in Stillwater? Texas and Oklahoma State after the Cowboys handed Iowa State its first conference loss. Uh, pretty tough matchup for uh, for Texas coming off a nice win over Baylor. Yeah, brings me pain to say this, but Oklahoma State's playing some really good football. Really, really good football. That defense is for real. Time to give them a little bit of respect. Yeah, and uh, keep an eye on maybe upset alert for Kansas State this weekend against West Virginia. I do not like that matchup. We'll see how Kansas it plays State. out. Thanks to Kale Gundy. Thanks to Roy Manning. If you missed any of the show today, you can find it on our podcast at Soonersports.com slash podcast. For Gabe Eichert, for our producer, Whitney Viney, I'm Chris Plank. Everyone have a great game week. We'll see you Saturday. Boomer Sooner, everybody. Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber-powered Internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home yes, cool. or attending one live, no! you can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com slash internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement of the restrictions apply.